Welcome to Rivals Podcast. I'm Jacob Siciliano. Alongside me today, Nolan Hamilton and Cameron Sullivan. Today is a day to celebrate, but it's also a day to look back and remember. Because today is our final day on Rivals Podcast. It's been a long run, over three years, and I'm getting chills as I say this right now. It's weird. It's weird. I'm joined with Nolan Hamilton and Cameron Sullivan. Both have appeared on the show numerous times over the last three years. It's been a wild run. I'm your co-host. I've appeared on every episode. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, Cam's appeared here and there. Yeah, yeah I have. I've made a few guest appearances. But it, it sure has been just a wild ride over the last three years. Yeah, I would agree. It would, it's been fun. We've gone through, I mean, not only prospect sports, but professional. It's been a roller coaster. We haven't seen a Chicago team win a championship in the past three years, which has been pretty sad. But we've had some heartbreak. We've had some... Have some good times, had some bad times, but we've all been here for it, so it's been really fun. So yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the podcast, a little bit about the stuff that we do outside of the Rivals studio on air, moments that you know we've all shared and we've all enjoyed. So why don't we start at the very beginning? Rivals was born, I believe, in February of our sophomore year. We kind yeah. of put this together, and I believe the first thing we broke down was the believe it was the NFC Championship game yeah, between was it? Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Which wouldn't be the first one of that those two teams playing each other that we would break down. And they were all the Packers losing. So at the end of the day, it turned out well. Yeah, it turned out really well. Uh, we ended up having, I believe, Micah Sahakian, who's playing football at Cornell University, on, along with Matt Skulachody, who turned out to be a longtime fantasy football host for us that following year. And we pit him against each other, just asking questions. And, and Rivals Podcast was born. That's where the name comes from, Rivals, because our original idea was to do a lot more of those. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do too much of those. <laughs> pitting, pitting fans against each other and letting them debate it out. We really did only two or three of those, and we just kind of evolved more into just a, a favorite talk show podcast talking about Chicago sports, mainly, you know, looking down on, on Matt Nagy and <laughs> trash talking some of those terrible Chicago's Bears teams. Yeah, it went from, oh, Nagy's okay, oh, Nagy, and then the firing of Nagy. It was just, it was a, it was a mess of a Bears season because that, was what most of this was about was Bears football and our love for Bears football. Um, I think we have our favorite episodes that we can go through. I certainly have mine. I'll ask yours first. What was your favorite episode of Rivals that we ever did? Oh, there's there's quite a few. I, I, it's got to be the special edition. It's one of those. Yeah. Special editions are typically our edited style podcasts. And as, as much as I love and as much as the Jeff Dickerson podcast that we did with him, yeah. God bless his memory. Yeah, but true. just there was something special about that Jeff Joniak podcast. You know, getting to talk to someone of that caliber when he has your dream job and just getting to interview him 50 minutes of his day between a, a morning show and an afternoon show while he's calling games for the Chicago Bears, that was something special. And that's probably my favorite headline I've ever written from tornadoes to touchdowns. Yeah. That I, I loved his story, I loved his message. And, you know, it was the coolest thing. That following week, I get a text from Jeff Joniak. I believe it was uh, the Bears draft night. And he's texting me about Justin Fields and how excited yes. he is and Andy Dalton and the whole situation. Probably a year ago, actually, on this day, because today is draft day when we're going to upload this. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, Jeff Joniak is talking to me about <laughs> the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. And I remember going wild trading, trading up and, and seeing us hop the Giants. That was, that was wild. Yeah, that was one of my 
better memories being a Bears fan from these last few years. No matter how Fields turns out, it was a pretty exciting night. I know I was there with Cam. We were uh, whose house were we at? I believe we were Death Clayton Camps. Clayton. Yeah, we were committed camp. to DePaul for throws. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's so crazy to think about. It's a good group. It, so we're so we were watching that game. I'm in my Broncos gear because I didn't think the Bears were going to make much of a move. So I was like, I was excited for Denver because I thought they were going to make a move. Who traded for Russell Wilson? So that turned out well for for me rooting for them. But we were all rooting for hopefully the Bears would move up. And I remember looking at Cam's face when the Bears traded up, and I don't think you could believe it. What was your feeling going through that time when we traded up and got Fields? I think my like. I just, like, froze almost. Like, oh, my gosh, it's actually happening. The Bears are actually making a trade. It wasn't something, like, I had hoped. I'm like, okay, that'd be cool. Pace moves up. But in back of my mind, I'm like, that's not going to happen. We're going to stay at 20 and pick an offensive lineman. I wanted them to pick Tevin Jenkins at 20, who they ended up getting in the second round. But it was just such a crazy feeling seeing Justin Fields, quarterback Chicago Bears, just pop up on the screen. And something I, I don't know if I'll experience again after another draft pick. Yeah, that'll be a moment I'll never forget when we figured out getting fields and we figured out that was happening and then this the hype around him and the when he did make some good plays, it was really exciting. But Jacob, what was your any memories that stick out to you? You know, that was like you said, that was a yeah. wild moment. Uh, I, I'm gonna go back here a little bit. You know, my favorite podcast is probably the Joniac, just because yeah. how much that meant to me and Bears fan and I grew up listening to him. But there's always going to be a special place in my heart for that Astros cheating scandal yes. podcast. Yes, We did. Uh, <laughs> that was our first national award. Nolan and I, we share a couple through the NSPA, JEA, along with NPR. And that first one, we took fifth place in a national student podcast competition on one of our podcasts on the Astros and that cheating scandal. We talked to our head baseball coach, Ross Juicy, uh, and I believe uh, one of our catchers who I'm going to be going down to, to Mizzou with now. So that was, that was a wild ride, and that was a fantastic podcast that went all the way to take fifth in the national competition. Making that and that setting kind of the precedent for how our edited style of podcast was going to go, that, that was pretty sweet. The fun thing about us, I believe, is everything we did for this program, for Night Media, yeah. which is the umbrella we're under for Rivals, was new precedent. Like, mm-hmm. we created everything that we did. Everything we do was a new step on the moon, to say, right? Yeah. And that was, that was just a really cool feeling. And you could say that about how we've just developed with this. Rivals is just a small little bubble of that. We, we, I would have liked to be a little bit more consistent with it this year. I think we both would have, but it's been a crazy, crazy year. But what we've been able to do is have a, a talk show where we can talk about sports at this high school level on the major stage. It, it's been special. It's been a fun ride. Um, personally, I think my favorite my favorite rivals we ever did was Jeff Dickerson just because it was cool at the time to be like with here that – professional voice because that was the first ever professional athlete or not professional athlete professional reporter i've talked to that i knew the name of i knew what they what he did i listened to him on espn radio all the time and it it's really now it it's sad now knowing he's gone and i and he was an awesome awesome guy but man being able to sit down him taking time out of his day to help us out was really really special yeah, I mean, I always look to, to Dickerson as a mentor, and you know, I'm, I'm always going to kind of regret not having him for a couple more years, 
guy works for ESPN. He's a fantastic father. You know, that family had been through a lot of a lot of tragedy, and he was just a, a light. He was a positive role model through it all. Every time I saw him, he had a smile. He'd stop by our building yeah. some days and just chat. And, you know, I kind of looked at it. He had, he had what I wanted to be. He had the personality, the person I wanted to be, and he had the job. And to see people kind of juggle those balls in a very demanding media industry, you know, Dick, Mr. Dickerson will always be a role model to me. I remember that podcast. <laughs> I remember that podcast. We went on. And the first thing I asked him was, uh, okay, Mr. Dickerson, what do you want me to call you? I'm like, I didn't know if I should call him Jeff because I'm younger, but podcasts are supposed to be more conversational. I didn't know if he wanted me to call him JD because that's what they call him on the radio or Mr. Dickerson. And he said, call me Jeff, but the entire podcast I referred to him as Mr. Dickerson. And, and when I talk You're with too our, nice. our advisor block, I still call him Mr. Dickerson to, to this day. Yeah, I uh, I think that for me that was the most special. I'll look back on remembering that, especially during just during COVID too. So it was on Zoom and he was able to take some time. That I'll never forget that. Um, what else have we talked about on Rivals that have been really important to to you? I mean, we can go we can go straight to that Zoom piece you just talked about. Yeah, I mean, when we started, we were in a studio not far from where we're recording this podcast now. And we ended up switching rooms, but what caused us to do that was, was the pandemic. We went from in-studio bringing in guests and talking to our, each other to talking over a brand new platform, Zoom. And honestly, you know, if you want to look for bright spots in the pandemic, the, using Zoom for Rivals Podcast was one of them. We got to talk to some amazing people over Zoom, and we were able to kind of expand our doors. I know for Cam and I, Prospect Sports Weekly, we were able to do from the comfort of our own homes instead of coming in early in the morning or doing something along those lines. But for Rivals, it allowed us to talk to some pretty interesting guests. We, we talked earlier about Jeff Dickerson. We talked about Jeff Joniak. But we also were able to just talk to some normal people from just – a different place as well. We were able to talk, Cam and I actually got able to sit down with an IHSA official to talk a little bit about officiating after a terrible call blew a Bears game back in the day. Was it the Bears game or was it the Rams one? Or was it the Rams-Saints one? It was, it was, it was Bears. Bears. It was, oh, oh, Bears-Steelers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we talked about that. We talked about officiating and he had a really interesting perspective and he, he was up there on the age side and I think it would have been a bit of a hassle for him to, to come in physically to prospect and do an interview and we were able to to knock out a really solid conversation around eight o'clock at night and to this day that is one of my favorite conversations that I've had just sitting down and going off a scratch and just talking with someone about their career speaking of favorite conversations this is not one of mine but it's definitely yours um our most recent episode we ever did was the NFL overtime rules after the Kansas City (laughs) and I argued so so much that um, that the NFL should keep their overtime rules there, and they are officially changing them in the playoffs. I'd like to thank my buddy Owen Walter for being the one person that supported me through all of that. He's actually in the studio. I still thank you. Good being a good friend for for helping me argue a really really bad point. You know, I came out of the studio, <laughs> and I believe I think like maybe it was Cam, maybe it was Chris and Owen, uh, all our live studio audience. They they all they all agreed with you, and I'm like. Am I 
crazy? Am I overthinking this? I'm like, do this, do this many people think that this is a good system? Like, I'm like, am, am I the problem? And then I talked to, to our advisor, Black, outside. I'm like, Black, I'm like, tell me if I'm wrong. And then he's like, what are you talking? What is Nolan taking? Like, I can't, can't believe you even think that. He's like, I just lost respect for Nolan Hamilton. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, good. I'm not crazy. Like, my, my take is valid, which is now fact. So Yeah, it's not fact. Yeah, it's, I, like I, fact. I, it's not fact. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites. I think that's what really made this one of our better podcasts was putting this together as like making it argumentative, making it something where we could yell at each other. But it wasn't like I hate to say it, but ESPN's programming right now, oh, it's not that bad. We were able to get the facts across, but there were some times where it got heated. <laughs> no, and but the fun thing about Rivals was like, yes, things did get heated occasionally. Yeah. Right. For the most part, we, we agreed on stuff. But when things got heated, they got heated. We typically had some pretty good conversations, back and forth mm-hmm. points. I know you stumped me a couple times, and I like to, to think I'm quick on my feet. But you had a couple good points back in the day. Yes. yes. And I predicted I, – I looked this up officially. Um, last year we did an MLB preview. I think two years ago. Two years ago. No, it was last year. It was last year we did an MLB – no, we did a prediction. We threw a prediction. I, threw, I believe MLB. we did, yes. And – you, threw, you said the Dodgers, which they didn't win. I said the Atlanta Braves, and they end up winning the World Series. So I've been wanting to say it for so long on this podcast, but I did call that, and I, I want to get that in right now. I called the Braves winning the World Series last year, even without Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. I mean, that was a fantastic series. I mean, you got to give it to you. I mean, hey, even you know, a blind score finds a nut. Okay. Once in a yeah. While. All right. All right. With that, with that, <laughs> with that, uh, with those playoff takes, I don't know if I can give you credit for that. No. Yeah. That may have tarnished my reputation a little bit, but I just want to let our audience know just outside of the podcast studio, you know, we've got Cam here too. He's been fairly quiet today, but you know, it's just kind of how you get more root. Ru- no, you can give more reason to talk, <laughs> but outside of kind of just our podcast studio, we also, the three of us, we all call live games for our high school, and I believe maybe Nolan and Cam, you guys have one more game to call. But for me, I've called my final game, and, and that has been a wild ride as yeah, well. Yeah, it has been. Um, I don't know how much time we'll have, but I'll, I can get into something quickly. Uh, definitely my favorite game I've ever called was the Jacobs Prospect game. Me really, too. like, amazing, amazing stuff. Actually, it's either the Jacobs Prospect game or the BG game when I went to BG and called that one. Um, we got the we got the quarterback in the studio for that one too. Uh, but yeah, that game I'll never forget. Bringing Owen in as the Wildcat quarterback was really really a fun sight, and I won't forget that. Cam, anything quick for it? I mean, yeah, it's also my favorite game I ever called. Just like the fact that that game was over in the first fifteen seconds, but yet it was still entertaining. Just throughout, is crazy. I mean, they went up fifteen nothing instantly, and it was just so much fun in the booth. It was a quarterfinal playoff game. We're out there we're having fun. We're, it was such, it's a good game to call. Yeah, and to, to think back to one game is tough, right? Because I think both of us, we've all been up there past 50 games. And it, it's tough for me to narrow it down to one because we've done big games, all yeah. of us. Yeah. We've had big moments. I've never gotten to call a buzzer beater, which I will always, no, I know. I'll always no. be upset about that. Naming Cal. Actually, no, Mizzou sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> but I think maybe I, I've got to give it to my favorite game. It was first big game. I'm a sophomore, brand new to broadcasting. Cam and I go into this 
regional championship game. Nolan and I are trying to make a documentary out of it. It turns out to be probably to this day one of my favorite pieces. It's my favorite story. Yeah. That, that we've ever worked with. And and going with Cam, just look at each other, smile, big moment, and got a ton of people watching, probably close to 2,000. We just go out there and we call a game, and end of the day, LGK, Knights win. And, and LGK, baby. Month later, pandemic hits, and we got <laughs> yeah. a, a brand new documentary out that's over 2,000 views to this day. Yeah, and that was one of my. That's probably my one of my coolest parts of it. Like going through that, and being like, this is where we need to aim, and then we were able to go follow through. But that was one of the cooler moments. Anything? Any last things to add? We're I know we're running a little short on time, but when, <laughs> when are we not running short on time? I know, time? That, that's, that's a tradition. If there's a way to go out, this is the way to go out, <laughs> running short on time with two minutes to go. But I, I just I want to thank all of our listeners that have stuck with us. I know we're not the, the most massive talents on air. We're not the, the biggest well-known guys, but appreciate everyone that has listened to this podcast and supported us over the years. We have made some money from this. Not a lot. Like, <laughs> we we like, have made some money, and I don't like, know where that money is, but it is money. Like, like $12 over the last three years. But I, I once again, I appreciate everyone that's listened to us. I, I want to, again, thank you know Mr. Dickerson. I know he's up above for giving us that shot in our first playoff. I want to thank Jeff Joniak again. I want to thank Jason Block for getting us started. I remember walking in being, I can make a podcast? Just yeah. going wise-eyed and looking at Nolan. So it's been a wild ride. Nolan and I are graduating as seniors. He's going to Butler. I'm going to Mizzou. Cam is going to Purdue. But this is our final podcast here for Rivals Podcasts. For the show, for the final time, I'm Jacob Siciliano. Along with Nolan Hamilton. And Cameron Sullivan. Signing off from the studio. (laughs) 